On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, SpaceX, Amazon, venting, TSA frisking, Goatman, and Family Feuds. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. Petra, it has been a long time and I am rusty right off the bat. I'm going to apologize to our listeners. You'll get it. I suppose. It's been like a month or two. What am I saying? It's been two months at least. I don't think it's been quite that long. I think it's been a month. I feel guilty. I think it's been a month. I think it's been about four weeks. Mm, I think it's been a little longer, but that's okay. Okay. We're back at it now, so uh, so that's good. Awesome. So what do you have about SpaceX in this launch? I, I haven't really heard much about mm-hmm. it, except that he launched himself into space in a giant dildo. Yes, that's basically what happened. Bezos, um, yes, he went today, right? To yeah, space? I think he did. Yeah, they call it to the edge of space, but they said he was weightless for about three minutes. That seems like fucking that's space to spacey, me. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they've got a plane that can go into freaking space now. I think yeah. it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, it's not enough now to have your own like private plane. You have to have your own private space shuttle. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they've taken it like a little too far. You know, I I don't know if they've taken it too far, but I think it's very interesting as far as like um uh, you know, I mean, we're capitalists. We uh-huh. we have a business. We make money. I think this is a really interesting thing that people with billions of dollars, mm-hmm. this is actually going towards something that, uh, who cares if they fly up there themselves in their own damn plane? Yeah. But the point of this is, one of these fuckers are going to go to Mars soon. Yeah. Innovation. It is innovation. I mean, they're absolutely, I, I think it really highlights government inept versus private industry getting shit done frankly what do you think Mm, they've been working on this since if we had funded our government instead of maybe maybe there's that hamstringing them i think maybe you know we would be further along Maybe, maybe there's that. I think we'd be that. further along. Yeah, I, but they have pretty much limitless funds, and NASA doesn't. Well, and uh, again, it this is money coming from private stuff. Like, yeah. like you said, we're not funding this. No, this is space. No. This is space exploration on people who've made money. And doing this themselves. Yeah. I mean, and that, yeah. that's the whole debate with NASA and things like that is how much do you, you know, how much do you budget towards that, you know, and take away from other programs? Yeah. These guys, apparently Virgin Galactic mm-hmm. started in 2004, Richard Bronson. Yeah. And he just went up a few weeks ago, by the way. Yeah. In he, his own. Yeah. And then Blue Origin. That's Jeff Bezos in the year 2000. Dang, he's been at it a while, hasn't he? I had no idea. Did yeah. you have any no, idea? No, I didn't know that was his goal, but no, hey, I you know what? If, if that was what you wanted to do when you were a little boy and you've got that kind of money, go for it. And then SpaceX. 
Yeah, Elon Musk, been... 2002. So these are three companies that are private-owned companies that have basically been to space and flying people back and forth to space. Yeah. That's unbelievable, really, you think about it is. that. It's crazy. Um, one of these in particular, I think, is a really interesting. This Virgin Galactic, um, they just straight up say it's space tourism. And it's the first publicly traded company that that's what they do. You space can, tourism. You can buy their stock. You can buy stock in Virgin Galactic and own a piece of that. That's company. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I mean, they've got 823 employees. Blue Origin has uh, 3, 000, right at 3,400 employees. SpaceX, 9,000 to 10,000 employees. Wow. Long-term goal for SpaceX, making the colonization of Mars affordable. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and that, that's just, it's a, it's an interesting time, I tell you. It is. It is. I never thought it would be, like, I never, I never imagined it would be private companies doing this. I always imagined it would be NASA. I never thought the government would allow it, frankly. I just thought there'd be, I mean, hell, how many, how many regulations do we have to build a building? Yeah. Can you imagine the the tsunami of paperwork and and political people and just on and on and on you'd have to go through to launch a rocket into space do you think i bet there's not that much i bet it's so far ahead maybe and with the administration that we just went through deregulating everything I bet that's the ideal time to get this in before it is regulated. Well, maybe. Because <laughs> they have to catch up with them. You know, the regulations are. Well, and I, saw some, I, mean, and I saw somebody today on a different article, which is <laughs> as soon as somebody does something, there was some, some um, I don't know, representative, congressman, somebody from Oregon um, proposing to tax some kind of a new tax on space travel. <laughs> like, <laughs> like really? They just fucking got up there, and now it's, we're going to... We're going to tax it. Yeah. It's That's funny. It is funny. funny. It is. It's a, it's a joke. It really is a dang joke. Yeah. So, I think it's pretty damn cool that these people are going to, if allowed, I mean, unless some crazy regulations, these people are going to... Uh, another thing that brings up, people get jealous Mm-hmm. I, that's all mm-hmm. something today. Like, and people are so petty, m- mean, and petty, and hostile. Like, there was some thing today, or it was some petition started on someone. I know people just sign shit like mm-hmm. as a joke, but sometimes I don't know. Sometimes it's just not a joke. Like, it was something that had like one hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand, or more, um, like online petition for Jeff Bezos to never come back from space. Like, I know it's a joke in a way, mm-hmm. but like, but come on, you know, the, mm-hmm. the hate that people have for people, it's sickening sometimes. Yeah. It, it just is. is. It is. I would be curious. I mean. That dude started Amazon out of his fucking garage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he did something that pretty much most people 
with an average to intelligence or maybe a little more could have done that. You played your cards right. You could have done that. But he did it. That dude actually did it. He did it. Yeah. Yeah. And Amazon hasn't. Like it's grown massively, but it hasn't evolved a whole. I mean, it's. It's like got new branches and you can search a lot more, but it kind of looks the same as it did, you know, decades ago. Have you noticed that? That the white background and stuff, they don't constantly change it. You get used to Amazon and it's a familiar home. Maybe that's a secret some of these other places ought to They ought probably to, ought to take to. a page yeah. from that. Yeah. I mean, it is and I all right, the the best thing about Amazon is you can go, if, if you bought something there, it tells you, hey, you bought this on May 17th, 2005. And it's like, oh, wow, that's cool. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's amazing, and it's an amazing tool. Yeah. And this COVID was just the perfect tsunami to take them to even the next stratosphere. To Mars. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, who yes. could have predicted that? Yeah. That's, just, that's just being... Well, the old thing of luck is when preparation meets opportunity, and that's exactly what happened. They mm-hmm. had the perfect platform for a lockdown COVID year. Yeah, they sure uh, did. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. All right. I would like to do some research on, like, Amazon. You see stuff online sometimes about how abused Amazon workers are. I mean, have you seen some of that? I hear a little bit from you, but I usually kind of take it frankly as people just being petty well i don't I know for sure kind of look into that because i don't really like supporting companies that you know are basically slave labor but from what i understand their wages are pretty good uh anytime i've talked to customer service and it is possible to get a hold of amazon customer service if you're sly and they don't seem they don't seem like a haggard customer service person. They seem like somebody who who's kind of okay in their position and all. I mean, yeah. they just they don't sound like some of the customer service folks you hear in other lines. I heard I, I, I heard an advertisement, and I know it's an advertisement, so mm-hmm. I, I get that it's obviously one sided. But it was an advertisement from Amazon. That was playing on my Pandora that uh-huh. comes up once in a while, and I, and good for them defending themselves some. But, good, yeah. But, one, but some of the things that they mentioned, I believe they said their their baseline salary was like fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, I yeah, think I think it is with benefits, with other benefits on top of that, and that ain't um, bad. That ain't bad, and you know there was a, a somewhere I don't know six seven months ago where there was a. An Amazon factory or whatever that was uh, thinking about going union, and uh-huh. they overwhelmingly, like it wasn't even close, voted no. We want to stay with Amazon. We don't want to go union. Okay. And those union people just I've went. Never and heard those about and that. those union people went nuts. But I, I mean, I don't have it off top exactly. But no. I mean, I think it was something like eighty percent, like said no. We're 
we're good with what we got. So that says something. Yeah, it does. That's something we need to. It's one of those things we ought to look up on YouTube or Netflix or something like that and look at both sides of the story and kind of. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. Well, and we're very in tune, even locally. People just fucking hate us because we're successful. Yeah. For no other reason. People that have never met me, I've heard people who have told me, friends who've told me of other people who've talked to them, mm-hmm. you know, who didn't know that though that person knew me. Yeah. And just dogging us. Just, you know. About what? Just that, you know, those Yates are assholes. They, they feel they're so fucking entitled. They think they're going to. They think they're all that. Just bullshit. <laughs> Just, you know, um, d- dirty dealings. Somehow um, this persistent thing apparently is, it must be our MO around here or our mm-hmm. reputation. That somehow we cheat people out of their property is how we get this property. It's somehow nefarious. It's somehow kickbacks to government officials. Maybe we've bribed some banks. That gives us all the good deal. You know, just something nefarious that God forbid that we actually just worked for this shit and yeah. bought it ourselves. And, you know. Yeah, that I, is really. I don't really... feel like I'm being very funny this podcast, but no. whatever. It just. Well, it... get it off your chest. Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe we'll put it up. Maybe we won't. But, you know, get it off your chest because that is some total BS and. It's actually comic because I think we have to fight officials in the area. It's so ironic. To be able to buy things. And, you know, I don't think we've ever. Wow. That's just, I'm kind of speechless. I don't think we've ever given anybody a bad deal. Never. I'll I'll say it right now. There's I've never been dishonest in any dealings uh-uh. ever. If there's been some mistakes been made, I'm not going to say I'm perfect that I haven't ever made a mistake that didn't somehow go in my favor. But it would be totally a mistake. I absolutely pride myself, maybe to a fault, of mm-hmm. of having integrity and not doing things. You know that I feel like. I, mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm mm-hmm. big on that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't ever want to have to worry about that or I, I would just never do that. I, I would rather not do a deal or whatever it took before just being dishonest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth it. No, it's not. You can't sleep at night if you, well, well, right. maybe some people can. Uh, maybe. Can. Oh, maybe some people can. Yeah. Right. I don't, there's that. And then, you know, the another side of that, it's, as far as I'm concerned, too, first of all, they're just that, just to my core. I just couldn't be that person. Yeah. But another part of it is I just don't think it's good business to be that. Sooner or later, you are going to screw up and forget your lies or some something that yeah. you've done is going to catch up with you. I mean, this is 2021. Everything is recorded or there's documents or something. Yeah. Uh, he did something screwy. Somebody's going to find some damn email or something in the paperwork of, you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. And. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to me. It's not. And even above and beyond that, I really, truly believe in business karma. Um, 
you get back what you put out. You put out bullshit, you're going to get it back threefold in my book. So, yeah, it's just not worth it to me. Not at all. Am I loud enough? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're looking at the screen. I, we haven't done this for a while. We're doing good, though. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Billionaires in space, I'm all for it. There's a bunch of other people are like, look at those entitled assholes. Um, how dare they? And uh, that's, I'm the opposite end of that spectrum. I, yeah. I, look, I look at these guys in admiration. Like, great for them. This will absolutely advance science. I, I feel like the- that's the perfect way. And I know there's stuff about people being taxed more and less and billionaires not getting it's that's a whole nother discussion. But yeah. this is yeah. at least these billionaires putting their money towards something that will help humanity sooner or later. Exactly. Exactly. It and will. if they're getting a joy ride in it, that's better than a, a spaceship or yeah. Amber Heard. Good for them. And they make <laughs> a few a few more billion dollars and spend a few more billion on Mars or whatever. Yeah. I, I just feel like that's, in a weird way, a great um, situation for people who are like, they, these people don't do anything. They don't give anything back to society. They're just using, well, here's some people giving back, even if it is, quote, unquote, selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. There's three different independent spaceship, for lack of a better term. That sounds like the Jetsons. Three mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. have built three different spaceships that operate totally differently and have achieved the same goal, basically. Yeah. The one, like you were saying, and there, and one, uh, I don't know, I haven't seen all of them, but one of them's rockets that come back that are uh-huh. reusable. Uh, this one is a, and the other two are planes or whatever you want to call them. You call them spaceships, I guess. Yeah. Like you reusable space shuttle type spaceships. That is pretty dang cool. They have to fly, the last one, they had to fly on piggyback on a, plane uh-huh. that takes them to like 50 or 60 well it's more than that i, I think it was they like take 60, it up and then it launches from that yes the rest of the way from wow. that plane from that movable whatever yeah these cool. guys this thing says that they went i'll find it here uh which one is this one? This is Jeff Bezos' one. New Shepard, maximum altitude, 65 miles. That's just over 343,000 feet above ground. 65 miles. 65 miles straight up. Crap. That's a lot. The vir- Virgin's... Uh, galactic blah 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 it reached 282,000 feet mm-hmm. and this one apparently today reached 343,000 yeah 343,000 feet that's insane that's a lot that's a lot that's freaking high so there you go <laughs> and I think it's funny that they're all taking their rods and their planes yeah Good for them. Good for them. Uh, so what else you got going on? Well, I had a ride in a plane. And I've got to talk about this because it was invasive. I was in 
uh, we took off from Louisville with my buddy. We went to Vegas. And you and your buddy went to Vegas for a week. Yes. All right. Yes. Sounds fun. It was. It was great fun. But the trip started a little awkward because I had rivets on my jeans, on my, my uh, shorts that I had on. Okay. So that was enough just to set off their detector. Okay. It was cranked so high. And the heavyset lady in Louisville ain't no lady when she did the pat down with, yeah. quote, the back of her hand. She came up so hard, she squished my clit and I jumped. What? And it hurt. Like she Dang. absolutely banged my junk. And then got mad at me because, like, I came up on my toes when she did that. Right. And she was mad at me, wanting me to hold still. And she grabbed into my ass crack so hard it hurt. Good Lord. I mean, it was awful. It was the most invasive thing. It is in Louisville. Yeah. 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 It was awful. So, like, now I want to wear pajamas when I go through like that, like, to keep from setting this off or whatever. But, I mean, that was Well, we've heard of painful. stories. It was actually yeah. painful. That's no good. Yeah. I wonder what was up with her. Did you do that with anybody else, or did you witness it with anybody else? Or? Well, I mean, Angie was kind of there, like, you know, in shock. <laughs> <laughs> well... I don't know. Usually us uh, Kentucky folks are uh, nicer than that. I know, but this was not nice. This was... It does sound It was nice. awful. It really... It was It was very much assault-like. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, can you complain to somebody, but then you're going to be there all day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, I mean, and she was the whole time whispering to stand still or I was going to have to go to, to the private room and strip. Good Lord. I mean, so it is really, it's really scary when that happens to you. Yeah. Well, I'm, I don't know what her problem was. I don't either. But that was, I mean, I've been kind of, that's been on my list. I've been wanting to, like, screw you, lady in Louisville. Yeah. Take that <laughs> from our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, but we got on the plane fine and got there, and Vegas was kind of still closed up. Did you have to wear a mask on the plane? Yes. Everybody wears a mask on the plane. But you don't have to wear a mask on the plane if you're eating or drinking. So, of course, you buy, like, food. And pretend like you're eating the whole time? And pretend like you're eating the whole time. Yes, exactly. Everybody did. All these games, I swear to God. How much (laughs) longer? I I know. I know. How much longer are we going to have to play these games? I I was in Frankfurt yesterday at some place that hadn't opened up yet. Like, really? It was a state office. Like, give me a fucking break. Really? (laughs) Anyway, so yep. we were in Vegas. So we were in Vegas, and there were no shows. No shows. No shows whatsoever. There were no tickets being show. Sh- uh, I told you that I don't understand that. I totally believe you. Mm-hmm. I. No, there was did, nothing. Did you? Well, we looked. Did you talk to any employees that are just out of chit chat? Like, yeah, why yeah, and nothing. Why? Nothing was back in town yet. It's still. I. They're still in the process of getting. Back open. The first thing that, to, that opened was, of course, the casinos and hotels. Sure. Okay. Now they're working on the restaurants, and the restaurants were short-staffed. So you As had everywhere. To, everywhere. You had to make a reservation the day before to get to eat. 
somewhere <laughs> that you know that that so it was kind of it was weird we had our little schedule because we only did like two meals a day so lunch and dinner we just you know snacked in the morning and you know we had scheduled our our lunch and then we went and had um, our dinner every night you would hate this but we had our dinner at the same place every night <laughs> it was called nacho daddies on nacho the, daddies right off the strip and it is Oh, they make great margaritas, and they great make the best like chips and queso. Well, if you enjoyed it, I see no problem with that. It, well, it, but is, you're right on it vacation. is unique to Vegas, so or as far as I know, like what well, doesn't make sense to me about the shows? Like I can see these big production shows with multiple people and blah blah blah. Uh huh. But I can't figure out why somebody like I don't know, like John Fogarty. Like a basically a band, the guy that you know him and his road crew. I don't understand why they can't just roll in and set up a show tomorrow. Because there's a whole bunch of union workers that uh, have to come in to do the lights and the sound and all that and all those um, theaters, I believe. So you just don't think, they don't think they have enough staff? I don't think they have enough staff. Wow, I may have too. Well, you know, every time that comes up, and I know you bring up the counterpoint every time, but uh-huh. there's maybe th- there's got to be some middle ground uh, of. Uh, I mean, there's people are still getting checks not to work, and we yeah. and we have jobs. It, it seems kind of you know. I mean, some of these, not all these, are minimum wage people jobs. Are getting checks not to work. I don't know. I understand it a lot. I don't know uh, or anybody I, at all personally. I don't mean like I'm not sure if it's ongoing. Yeah. But you know, this last round of stimulus checks I think was months ago. Yeah, it was a few that months was ago. February. Was that the last round? Yeah, it was over five months ago. I thought there was one before. And it was twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. Hmm. Well maybe. <laughs> well maybe when that well maybe when that runs out then people will go back to work. I don't know. Hell who knows. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be, why is there a shortage? We've got the same amount of population we had before this. Has everybody just got a taste of staying home and they're like, fuck it, I'm just going to stay home, not work? Like, what is, you know, maybe, what do you, what do you think it is? Maybe it's not worth killing yourself for, for seven twenty five an hour or two twenty five an hour plus tips that, you know, are pretty shady. Yeah. I'd, you know, I'd, or or maybe you, you use this time to open your own business. Or you know, there's all kinds of reasons they're not gonna. I don't know. Go back to. Yeah, I don't know all the nuances of it, but I know some decent paying professions and jobs that don't have workers. That I'm like, that's a decent paying job. Like uh-huh. this isn't McDonald's workers here. This is, you know, electricians and plumbers and you know, things like that. So, I don't know. Maybe they're tired of breaking their back. They're doing something different, too. Who knows? Who knows? But there I'd, is like, a- I'd be interested in seeing. I would. That's something I would like. I want to dig into and find out more about. Yeah. I mean, there's shortages, though, of weird things all over the oh, place, right? Well, in Vegas, it was uh, you had to call hours in advance to get a cab. Like, when we got up in the morning, we had to, like, set an alarm and get up in the morning. And we were at the... We were at the airport at like four o'clock in the morning. It was ridiculous. All right, that's a decent example. All right, before all this, like there were cabbies. I bet they yeah. make a decent living. Yeah. So w- why do you think a cabbie, just musing about it, you know why in the why in the why aren't the cabbies going back? 
Have, have they found something else? Are they? Did yeah. they move? I think a lot of people moved. Maybe. Um, out of places like that. Some of the bigger cities, I think a lot of people actually packed up and went back into, you know, more rural areas. Maybe. Uh, it's an interesting dynamic that's still playing out with this, uh, with this COVID thing. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad we got and, and our... COVID cases are going back up, too. Yeah, the stupid Delta variant. Yeah. I'm glad we got our uh, vaccine when we did. Yeah, me and too. And I'm glad we're not... Um, fucking idiots when it comes to this vaccination stuff we want it we want it first and fast and get it i don't care if i did have I, i'll guarantee you i had I, I don't see how anybody could have much of a worse reaction to the vaccine than i did you were awful and i'd still i'd still go through that again for this freedom yes i mean it's I don't know. I have some, I have, st- I, we still have friends who haven't been vaccinated and I'm like, what in the fuck is your problem? And they're not even anti-vaxxers. They're just lazy. <laughs> they're just, <laughs> I don't know. I just haven't got around to it. Oh, I'm God, not that's that, awful. I'm not that worried about it. I just haven't got around to it. I don't know. That's but, crazy. That's crazy. And, and I don't know. Sucks. I mean, at this point. It's tough to, I don't know. What do you think about this stuff? I see it all the time. On the, there, there's some place in California that are getting mask mandates back again. I'm like, at some point, uh, this is how I look at it. Good Lord, everybody has had the opportunity to be vaccinated. They're begging people to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I feel like at this point, if you don't vaccinate yourself and you die from this, you're an idiot, then and you deserve Darwinism. Yes. Who? Why do I have to wear a mask the rest of my life because you don't want to get a vaccine? Mm-hmm. I agree. Do you think that's the right way to think of this? I might need to think about that one some more, like off the cuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, but yeah, me too. Like you've had your chance. Yeah. I don't wish you to die, but. You, but I've had mine, so yeah, like yeah. Like and if not- you are immunocompromised and can't be vaccinated, then stay home. You know, wear a mask, stay home, get somebody you know to to kind of take care of you a little bit right now as right. this is rolling through. But these idiots that just refuse the vaccine because. ADHD or autism, or it's going to change their genetic code. They're putting nanobots in you. That's a the one. level of stupid <laughs> you have to be to believe that bullshit. Maybe you deserve COVID. Well, and, you know, I saw, I don't know if news stories, it's hard to tell if news stories try to sway everybody in one mm-hmm. way or mm-hmm. just are really just reporting stuff. But, yeah, I saw the other day an article pop up and went and read it. About and it was somebody who was on TV or somebody halfway semi-famous, I guess, who said she's had the vaccine, uh huh, and she got COVID this variant. Uh-huh. And she was telling everybody, you know, even though you get the you've got the vaccine, you can still get this and blah blah blah. But it was at some point though we've talked about this on the uh-huh. show. I mean, she didn't die. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think anybody has died who's had, had the, vaccine. the vaccine. Yeah. Like you may. Ca- and and I think she might have been one of the first 
Like it's an unbelievably rare for you to catch this Delta variant if you have been vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. And if but you it do, is so outrageously contagious. I'm sorry to interrupt no, no, you. Go ahead. It's so outrageously contagious you can walk past someone and spread it. If you're unvaccinated. Right, if you're unvaccinated. If you're unvaccinated, you don't have to go breathing on each other. You can just walk past each other and spread it. It's so much more contagious. And if they want to risk that, I mean, even at that, even with COVID itself. Yeah. I mean, you were talking, unless you had comorbidities, like less than 1% chance of dying yeah even from that and now this variant as we've talked about on the show uh-huh. every virus mutates down yes. you've got and we said this on the show you would have covid and then you're going to have we didn't know what its name uh-huh. was yet but we said you're going to have a variant of this it's going to mutate into something that's mm-hmm. covid light and then it's going to then that's going to mutate into covid Lighter than that, Mm -hmm. third generation, fourth generation, and then they just go away. That's what happened with swine flu and bird flu Mm -hmm. and every other flu that comes through every year. Mm -hmm. Like it eventually mutates its way out. Okay. And that's what's happening. So this is, they've just named it Delta variant. Yeah. The next one's going to be, I don't know, maybe it'll be Gamma variant. Yeah. And the next one will be Theta variant. If they keep tracing mm-hmm. this far enough, but my point is, this is just how it works. This is how nature works. Yeah, COVID was bad. It was, I mean, it was contagious, and even one percent is a lot. Yes, it's a lot of people that died. A over people, a million. A lot of people die. One percent is a of lot. Died. So, I'm just saying, at this point, if you weren't going to take the vaccine. Even that, there's not a lot of a chance, I don't think. There is a chance. I wouldn't take any chance. If you say, you give me this vaccine, I've got zero chance of dying. Or I don't take this vaccine and I've got 0.05% of dying. I'm taking a vaccine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't care. Well, all right. We weren't sure if we had COVID way back when. If we did, we had it really early when we both had the the coughing, hacking, felt bad. We called it African sleeping sickness because we slept a lot. But it was really before it was hidden in the news. Then, and that was pretty bad. We didn't feel good. So when we both got the vaccine, um, I just had the single dose. And I didn't feel good the day after, you know. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was okay. You had the double dose, the the two di- separate doses. Your second dose about wiped you out. If bless your heart. Yeah. That second dose is, as far as I'm concerned, surely that's what COVID is. Exactly. I had, exactly. Every, I had every symptom you could check off that of somebody that they say has bad COVID. Now, imagine having that for weeks and not being able to breathe. No, it would be horrible. <laughs> Even if you did survive. I mean, it was, yeah, this, the, from the vaccine was, was insane. I wouldn't want to feel as bad as I felt the day after for weeks. I had everything except like the, uh, congestion and loss of taste, but everything else, absolutely. Like people say, like, you can't crawl across the room. Like, you can't walk across the room. It's a unbelievable just effort to yeah. even move. 
Yeah. And yeah, I had all that. It took you a few days to get over it. Unbelievable too. headache, unbelievable stomach nausea, vomiting. It was just, it was awful. You were, you were a train wreck. That's the sickest I've ever seen you. Yeah, I've heard some other, uh, just talking with some other medical people recently, and they had a theory, and it's only a theory, but we were just discussing in general these vaccines. And, you know, most of the medical people around here have noticed. And if they've noticed it, obviously everybody has. There must be studies coming out. There'll be a million studies on all this forever. But they notice that their elderly patients have no problems with any of these vaccines. I mean, none of them. Really? None of them. Because I was telling uh, some of these guys, you know, about my experience. Uh And they're like, well, they've... they were saying they've ne- they've never seen anybody over the age of let's say sixty or seventy. Uh-huh. Let's say over seventy. They said they've not seen one person over seventy have any symptoms to speak of from any of these vaccines, even the two shot ones. And their theory was, yeah, one these older people, their immune system is old, just like. Yeah, everything like else. everything else in their body. So yeah. their immune system just doesn't respond as well as a younger person's to this. Uh-huh. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. But they were saying that they think in a way, well, but I don't know, but it's working. Uh-huh. They, they think that maybe they're giving a little too much of this in this vaccine and doing a little bit of overkill from younger people, like maybe not needing quite. Yeah. As big a dose, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like they could yes, almost like, like he like they advocate like they, they think they should almost have like a, a fifty and an under dose and a fifty and over dose. Yeah. For the diff, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I know exactly what you're saying. And they were saying that some younger people, um, you know, and I don't want to be an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Um, you know, no, no, go ahead. But but there are a few, I think, a very incredibly small few of young patients uh, who've had a little bit of cardiomyopathy uh-huh. from apparently from these um, um, from some of the vaccines. And I nobody heard... nobody died from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But but these guys were just saying, like, you know, maybe we should cut down the dose in half for the younger people and keep it where it's mm-hmm. at for the older people mm-hmm. that, it, it made sense it was an interesting well, that's theory. what they do with the flu shot every year there's a senior dose and a not senior dose yeah i guess that's the true. seniors get a double dose well that's what the, that was their theory with this mm-hmm. stuff and they were basically saying look because your immune system went crazy that's because you're healthy you know, mm-hmm. and I was saying, well, I said, and I was saying, like, I'm glad I did. Like, that's the whole point of it is to jack your immune system up. And um, but they said it's a good sign that your immune system went crazy. That means that your immune system's healthy. Yeah. He said, you've got a super immune system. Basically, good. they think they, they correlate people who have a tough time with these vaccines as somebody who your immune system is working very, very well. Good. So I think that. So, yeah. Not that I took it as a bad sign anyway, but... No, you were trying the whole time you were going, I'm not taking anything, I'm going to toughen out. <laughs> well, there's nothing to take. No. Well, you can't, you're not supposed to take anything. 
when you've had these vaccines. I know, I know. The whole point is that your immune system go crazy. I know, I know, but you were, you were. I toughed it out. Complained a lot. <laughs> you <Yeah>. were unusual. <laughs> Let's put it that way. You were unusual that time. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, did we talk about my, my brother visiting and telling uh, telling stories on on the last podcast? Did we talk about my Did we talk about my brother, the Goat Man? That's what I'm asking. I don't know, but if so, somebody can skip over it if we have. Uh huh. You want to regale? Regale in that? I do. I kind of enjoy talking about this. <laughs> so, my brother that still speaks to me visited, and he was telling me that my brother that doesn't speak to me. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Has a goat. I don't know if you told me A baby goat in a diaper in the house. Say that again. A baby goat. In a diaper that lives in the house. Wrap your head around that. Goat man. Yes. That is as Appalachia as it possibly gets. That is some nasty redneck nastiness. I am just. Now, we're talking. This is somebody who had. Now, this is a nice house. This is the house that we grew up in. Like, as you say this, I picture some trailer out in the middle of a holler. With lots of animals. This is in a semi-town. Mm-hmm. It's a rural town, but it's rural, town. Yeah. And the house is nice, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Brick it's, house, it's two stories. Now. It was a cinder block house that had had additions built onto it. Mm-hmm. Um, had hardwood floors, like nice, you know, floors and everything. Um Dad just built on it for years. Every time one of us went to college, he'd build a whole new addition to it. And it was beautiful. Um, my brother moved into it after Dad passed away. And, like, moved his girlfriend and her family and their animals and his dogs that he doesn't train. And they've peed everywhere. And the floors are all bubbled up and rent. Um, there's a goat living, you know, by, beside the bed. Uh, my, my brother that speaks to me says, you can't even get near the house because of the goat pens outside and how bad it smells. I can't imagine. I mean, I don't care if the goat does have there's, a... <laughs> there's adult first goats of all, the, in the yard. Ugh. First of all, the, uh, this is a goat with a diaper. is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. But even at that, come on. They oh, pee that's... everywhere. These little goats you see on these videos they're cute For i get it uh, if you live on a farm you want a goat that's fine you know purposefully goats pee on everything including themselves on purpose to mark to mark things including yeah. themselves goats yeah. pee on their own belly yeah yeah it's disgusting it, yeah yeah oh and there are two huge adult male dogs that are not fixed also peeing everywhere i can't imagine what that house smells like oh probably exactly like it did when i was in high school Ugh. well no with the addition of goat that's worse that's worse that's, yeah. worse. that's crazy that is, I, that is that, off the deep end that, that that is that is unbelievable i mean we have rental houses and just the thought of that just turns uh, turns your stomach doesn't it it does because that's the house uh, i grew up in that he ruined like that in four years. Well, 
he's there with your mom and doing there. If that's how your mom wants to, your mom inherited the property, I'm sure. So mm-hmm. if that's mm-hmm. how she wants to let him, and if that's the price for him staying there and helping her, whatever. But it, it does seem crazy that they've uh, this that that has that's to a be. whole nest of crazy in my book. <laughs> I'm so glad to be out of that. Oh, it is. It is um, I, and, awful. and the fact that they don't speak to me, like they're not speaking. They won't speak to me. That is such a relief off of my shoulders. Such a mountain moved out of my life. Like it's glorious. It really is. I have no guilt. I have no I know, I get it. If they don't want to speak to you, that's fine. And and as far as the, you know, if however they want to live their life, I mean, exactly. this is America. If they want to have goats and pigs and cows and chickens in their house, whatever, um, <laughs> go for it. I mean, it's, a, it's your house. It's they, paid for. Yeah, it's I've, paid for. Um, but I, I cannot imagine that, personally. Yeah. It yeah. seems. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, and my brother was comparing that to, he's, he, he, Used to live a rough life. You know that. He had a drug problem way back in the day. Right. And his dealer used to be this guy called Pizza Cutter Steve. Pizza Cutter Steve. Pizza Pizza Cutter Steve cut pizza at the snack shop in town. Right. (laughs) And he did it so well that that was his name. Pizza Cutter Steve. And my brother was in with a friend of his from, you know, somewhere more affluent, northern And they were going to Pizza Cutter Steve's house. And my brother's like, whatever you do, don't say anything about it being nasty. Just keep your mouth shut. We're here to buy drugs. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything about it. Okay. The guy walks in and starts immediately, oh, my God, somebody lives here. There's animals. There's a chicken on the counter. That is this Pizza Cutter Steve's house? That was a Pizza Cutter Steve's house. Well... They so, got some pizza, I guess. Yeah, Pizza Cutter Steve and Goatman Brother are on the same level when we're talking about them. Yeah. Yeah, now, when people people listen to this, I don't, there's going to be all age groups listening to this. Yeah. But, you know, something that we're figuring out as we get older, you know, some of the stuff on this show, maybe we can pass along a little bit of wisdom to somebody that, you know, it's going to go through stuff. Uh-huh. When family members die, it gets weird fast. It does. Especially a mom or dad mm-hmm. and the children specifically. People have told me that for years. You know, you just, mm-hmm. you're like, I believe you, but, you know, I'm not going to do it about it until it actually happens. Or sometimes it's, well, that won't happen to my family. My family's smart. My family's this. Mm-hmm. No, it happens. Whoever's listening to this, if you got one or two, three brothers, sisters, and one of your parents die, it's going to be crazy time. I'm just telling It'll you. get weird. It will get weird fast. People will do things. Maybe you're the one that gets weird. <laughs> maybe you're the weird. <laughs> maybe you're the weird or, and not the weird e. Yeah. But uh, but people get weird. Yeah. And it's usually money related. They don't like to say that, but it's usually something to do with that. Yeah. In some way. Yeah. But it's just odd, right? I can't imagine your brother would have ever in a billion years when your dad was alive have lived 
with goats <sighs> in his house or any house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, yeah. It got real weird real fast. It and, did. And then I have a sibling who, um, you know, my my dad still lives up a holler in the middle of nowhere who it's it's a weird situation but <laughs> my my dad signed over the property to her years ago uh-huh as a way of one just to as a nice thing to do but two as a um i don't know just a way to asset plan in a way mm-hmm. you know if you ever have to go to a nursing home or something and and they want to take all your stuff mm-hmm. um you know if you do that ahead of time then you know you got to do it away ahead of time yes you do like 10 years or right. something yeah anyway um so yeah so now my sister wants to charge my dad rent Get the fuck out of here what are you talking about so my dad gives you a farm and a house that he still lives in, mm-hmm. and now you want to charge him rent. Like, are you fucking insane? Is what I want to say. So bad. Yeah. Like, are you insane? I think you handle that pretty well by just absolute stunned silence I, yeah, with her. I, I that's exactly what I did. I got that text message, and I just stopped all communication in every form for yeah. months. Slowly, there's a little Facebook thing, and now there's a little, but I've, it's, that one thing has absolutely soured my relationship with my sister. That was really kind of crazy. It's insane. I don't know how else to say it. I've said it 10 times, but to me, I see zero excuse for this. Yeah. It's insane. If if we're getting things off our chest, this podcast, Mm -hmm. like this is a person who, my parents paid for my sister to go to college. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had some scholarships, but still, there's yeah. there's gas, car, apartments, books, mm-hmm. spending money, food. Yeah. There's all that shit. All, yeah, it's very expensive to go to college. Yeah, and they paid for this through six or seven years worth of college yeah. for her. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Yeah. They helped me the same way. I'm extremely appreciative. Yes. So my my point is, there's not some like you owe me or somehow mm-hmm. some like well I grew up poor and now I'm gonna get what I can get. Yeah, I, I, there's nothing to that that I there's nothing. It's crazy. And if that wasn't enough, the property. Mm-hmm. Now this was a really kicker. If anybody's listening to this story still on yeah. here, uh, the property that my dad deeded over to her. Yeah. And he lives on. Uh-huh. This is like the Clampets. They they discovered coal. Instead of oil, they found coal. Yes. And a lot of it. Yes. And this is a time where not very many people are mining coal. It's just out of favor, and natural gas is cheaper, and it's just out of favor. This mine has been going steadily yeah. on this farm now for five or six years or more. Yeah. And so she owns it now, so they give her a royalty check. Yeah. Not my dad. Who's her, yeah. Her. Not your dad, who's living there with the noise and the racket and, you know, all of the... Explosions. They yeah. literally blow shit up on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. She has not given him one penny of that. It's probably in the neighborhood of 
seventy-five to a hundred thousand dollars that she's gotten. That just that just ballpark. I have yeah. no idea. But there's that on top of it. So you've got let's just round it. Let's say you get so she's gotten seventy five thousand dollars worth of coal money, mm-hmm. a free farm, mm-hmm. and she wants to charge him rent. Oh, and and he paid for your college. What do you do with that? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, what do you do with that insanity that you have a sibling acting like that? I mean, what even inspired that? Like, like there was some kind of weird excuse for it, wasn't there? I don't know. Maybe you've heard one. I've uh, not heard anything. Because I, I, I broke off all communication. Yeah. Uh, not all, but most. Yeah. I yeah. did break off all for a while. But You did. You did. But, uh, yeah, I don't even want to. I don't know how to. I don't know. It, it sounds awful to say, but it's just the truth. I don't even want to hang out or see my sister again until this is resolved. Mm-hmm. And it'll never be resolved because I don't want to see her again. Like, it's both. So. Did you just hear the buzzer? I think I might have heard a buzzer. I will take a little break here. It's 52-minute mark. And we're back. Ha-ha. So, anyway, that was nobody. We thought heard a buzz at our... Uh, buzz at our building but they moved on it's weird enough to get our attention might have been a ghost maybe yeah. it was kenny he does that from time to time yeah so uh anyway we're uh the last thing i talked about was my crazy sister and strained relationships and uh yeah to wrap it all up it gets weird when your parents when one of your parents die mm-hmm. that all started with my mom dying and then that left my dad who uh unwittingly <laughs> <laughs> left property to my sister who, uh, you know, he wishes he had never done that. I'm sure he probably does. Now, she's backed off as far as, like, she's not insisting, like, he has to pay rent, you know. But it was just a suggestion uh-huh. of, like, uh, you know. Like, like throwing it, it out. even reasonable. Yeah, it's like she was throwing it out to me to see if I thought that was even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a test yeah. thing. Yeah. And the reason, it, it, because Dad's house needed a new mm-hmm. roof. Yeah, and so Dad asked her to put a roof to, to on. Put a it. roof on, and she went crazy, like a five thousand dollar roof. And she's had hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dollars of coal hauled out of there. Yes, and like Dad she wanted... needs her hair ripped out of her head sometimes. <laughs> uh, it's it's cr- it's crazy. So yeah. that's what started all that. And uh-huh. and so yeah, when your parents die, just prepare those siblings that you think are going to be just no, it's going to be crazy town. We kind of always had an awkward, me and Goatman always had an awkward relationship. Um, it's funny. He looks down his nose at me and thinks I'm white trash. <laughs> Goatman. <laughs> you know, I know the old Winston Churchill saying, which I love because it was said in the 40s, that uh-huh. is so appropriate today. Uh-huh. The old... Um, I don't know exactly, but the gist of it was um, if you stop to throw rocks at every dog that barks at you, you'll never get where you're going. Yeah. That's so true. With social media, life in general, it's an extremely prophetic statement. Baby, back up here. But that being said, we are all social creatures. And 
there is a there is something to we can't help but sometimes want other people's approval, and it hurts when people are jerks to you. Yeah, it, it's it just does. It's you can have the the mental armor and all that, but at some point it is hard. It's not hard. It's impossible to ignore every barking dog. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's, I don't know. I've had a weird do that you can dynamic in my family and we've talked about it on here before. Our, my family is majorly messed up. Oh, you just and, heard mine <laughs> or, you know, mine is too. <laughs> An old goat man is, I mean, he was the golden child growing up and could do no wrong. Everything was just perfect and right and wonderful. And, and, it was funny. I was talking to my to my brother up here, and we were, we were talking about this about how Goatman growing up could pee on the toilet seat, and then my other brother would get yelled at for it, but I'd be the one that have to go clean it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty, that's a pretty uh, tells you a lot there. It's a it quick, does. It's a quick it little does. story. It tells yeah. you a lot. Yeah, it does. Well, and I know nobody's perfect. You've taught me this, and I try to live by this. Like, our parents did the best they could. My dad did the best he could. So did my mom. Everybody made mistakes. There's no perfect parenting. I get that. But some people are just major fuck-ups, so let's just say it. Well, there's no perfect parenting, but there's adequate parenting. And there there were a lot of instruction manuals on adequate parenting, even way, way back in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, I agree. Um, The fact that that my parents came nowhere near close enough. Yeah. You know? It's disappointing. That sucks. <laughs> it, it, it does. It's disappointing. It 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 is. It's hard not to take it personally. Like it's your fault. Like there's something wrong with you, because you can't see your parents as being flawed. It takes a long time to grow up enough to to blame them instead of you. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Not in a you know everything in my life is is because of my parents. No, but no. You have to. No, but I mean, I'm, I just mean blame as in, you know, it, 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 sometimes it's just a matter of fact. Parents suck. Yeah. And you can blame somebody for that, for yeah. not, for not, uh, somebody can be blamed for not being good parents. Like you said, adequate's a good word for it. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. I mean, we all get that, but, but let's face it. There's some parents that are just fucking awful. Yeah, there are. In fact, frankly, if I was guessing I bet half of you parents out there suck, frankly. (laughs) You know, I've talked to therapists about it, and the number is roughly 20% suck. 20% suck. 20% suck. All right, well, that may be true for our general audience. Actually, our our general audience. You all are awesome. They're awesome. Probably none of you all all suck. (laughs) (laughs) They listen to us. They're awesome. (laughs) But I guess what I was trying to say here in general, like, in our area, there is some correlation with education and people who value education and learn and knowledge. It's not, you know, valuing education isn't just sending people to college. Like you said, there's plenty of ways to get things now. Books and YouTube videos and TV shows. You know, even if you watch 
damn na- nanny show once in a while. You might learn a little bit how to discipline your kid instead of beating them to death all the time. Yeah, I love that non- nanny 911. Right. Because. I mean, you might learn a little bit, I guess. Yeah, it's like, how easy is this? Like, I know I'm arm- armchair coaching, kick me in the head. But, I mean, th- they're. Are ways to just you don't have to beat the shit out of your kids. Right. My parents never learned that lesson. I guess what I'm trying to say is we still in Appalachia and around this area. I'm gonna stick with my 50 percent of parents suck. You might be right. <laughs> it may be 20. It may be 20 percent of them suck nationwide, but I'll bet you in Appalachia it's 50 percent. We just have too much of it. We have too many teen pregnancies. We have too many people in poverty. And unfortunately, drugs, drugs, uh, let's just face it, drugs, poverty and and people having kids when they're 17 themselves. They're children. They're still children. Of course, you're going to have an enormous amount of shitty yeah. of shitty parents out there. It it broke my heart. We did some um, like community, like kind of through the Chamber of Commerce, like, you know, going and looking and seeing what resources were available in the community. And it was really disturbing to me, all of the teen pregnancy resources around here are extraordinarily missionary-based, church-based, keep the baby at all costs, you know, just like there's no... Yeah, they, there's no choice here. Yeah, they don't give you much of an option as far as abortion or yeah. or adoption. It's you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was stupid. It is all keep the the baby, and like they give them all kinds of stuff, and then they throw them out. Like I wish they I wish they'd push more towards adoption. You know, I yeah. don't hear that much. Yeah, and I get it if churches. You know, we're anti-abortion, absolutely. When, uh, you know, when the sperm meets the egg, from that second on, it's a baby. Okay, all right. If that's where, I, yeah, I it's a that, belief. I give that to you. But why can't why can't people push more of the adoption thing? Then that seems to yeah. be a thing of a need of people mm-hmm. wanting to adopt instead of, you know. I had I had friends back in the day, and a lot of people they go to Russia to get babies, and mm-hmm. and other countries mm-hmm. weirdly. Uh, and this person was a, and this person particularly was a pharmacist married to a pharmacist, and they absolutely tried to go mm-hmm. through the process here in America, and just said fuck this. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, we're gonna call one of these Russia somehow some Russia agency. Yeah, and it was a snap. It was it was done. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if that was 20 years ago, but I'll just bet you there's still something like that that could be made easier. Yeah. I don't I'm sure. know. I don't I'm sure. I'm sure. And, and like, or hell, like, give it, or, these girls some choices. I mean, we're talking about 14-year-old children. Right. Or, yeah, or make your 15, 16-year-old daughter have a kid and fuck her life up. Yeah. Then you have, now you got two lives that are fucked up. And you're going to be raising it more likely than not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your parents are. Yeah. Somebody is. Somebody is. Parents. Hmm. Oh, that was a downer. What what can we end on that's more positive than that? Oh, I don't know. I was just going to wrap it up here, but I know this hasn't been the most It hasn't. funny show, but I don't know. We got some stuff off our chest. We got we back in the groove of it. Every show doesn't have to be a million laughs, I don't guess. No. We'll decide if we post it or not. Yeah. Probably will. 
Chairman Meow wants our attention. She's sitting right here waiting for our, her belly rubs. Oh. Well, that is good. So uh, what do you think, Petra? I think that's it. I think we need to wrap it up. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time.